Welcome to the Good and New Podcast. Where the sponsors are fake and the hosts are buzzed. And we say for your feelings, enjoy the show! Well, Denver, pretty good, Neil. Good, Neil. A little lager for the lakes. Just drinking beer and helping the Great Lakes. Kyle, how about you? Uh, just drinking beer and helping the Green Belt, I guess. Oh, I also... Already grabbed a whole bottle oh. of booze. We sip that tonight. I might need to go get something off the shelf out there. I got a, I got a big mug, so I'm gonna fill this up. Uh, episode twenty. Oh, we are as Kyle just said. A what was the percentage? 20 percent way to a hundred. We're a fifth of the way. Not a matter. Yeah, twenty percent of the way to a hundred. Yeah, that'd be also mm-hmm. accurate. So that's cool. Um, recording May 16th, coming out May 17th, Wednesday. Huge thank you to Bigfoot enthusiast Dave uh, for joining us last Saturday. Came out, I don't remember. Wednesday, I think. Yeah, Wednesday. It's been a whirlwind of stuff. We did the Trailer Park Golf Club one. A day later, a lot of good feedback on on that last episode too. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good feedback from both of them. A lot of different feedback, but good nonetheless. I would say um, people are hopefully finding the discount code. But I know people are asking me, like, a guy at work wanted to try on a trailer park hat. He loved it. He was hopefully going to buy something. The guy texts me about polos. Shout out Cam and John with the hat. So people are interested, they're going to buy some stuff, hopefully. Uh, If you have not listened or watched episode 18, go find the discount code, go to trailerparkgolfclub.com, buy some shit. And then if you're interested in Bigfoot and cryptids and other crazy shit that we talked about for like an hour and a half, episode 19, shout out Dave, huge thank you. (coughs) Excuse me. And here we are, episode 20. Um, Housekeeping for 19, Kyle. Um, I just have the uh, background on Bacon's Rebellion since we couldn't find it. So it was an armed rebellion held by Virginia settlers uh, from 1676 to 1677 and was led by Nathaniel Bacon against colonial governor William Berkeley after Berkeley refused Bacon's request to drive Native Americans out of Virginia. Oh, Okay. So who remind who's the good guy in this scenario? Uh, I would imagine Bacon, because Bacon. Okay. At that, at that point, Berkeley would have been British, the British governor of Virginia. So fuck you, you Brit. Um, <laughs> well, I guess not, well maybe he was the okay one because he's not driving Indians from their land either. Oh, I guess yeah. It, I was, it depends on how you want to look at it. I got confused <laughs> there for a second. Um. Speaking of which, do you? I'm not going to give the name of the podcast, but it's a barstool one. They were getting into a debate on train systems and why we don't have a good one in the U.S. because of privatized land and blah 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 blah. Where do you stand on let's get a bunch of good train systems going across the country? Get a fucking job and buy a car, <laughs> or buy a plane ticket. I don't know what you want from me. 
that's pretty good. Uh, pretty good advice right there. I would say. What about you? Big train um, guy. I've, I've taken. I mean, I know you got that conductor hat and that whole room set up at your house full of your trains. Yeah, well, I mean, simulator and all that stuff. Speaking of which, future guest uh, Nick, his dad, super into trains. We should almost do a broadcast, like record at his dad's house in the basement. He's got the full set. Anyway, um, I, I've taken a train. I think it's from Harvard. Is it Harvard, Illinois, or Harvard, Wisconsin? That takes you into Chicago, down to Chicago, over whatever. It's all right. I think that's Harvard, Illinois. Yeah, it's all right. It's not great. It's something. Um, I don't. I don't want to do public transportation with people. Like go on yeah. Twitter, scroll for like three seconds, and there's fights left and right. Bad shit happens. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So on the train topic, you know, high speed rail from big city to big city or they're, I think they're actually putting one in from L.A. to Vegas. That's supposed to get you there in like 60 minutes or 90 minutes. So you basically take okay. a party um, from L.A. to Vegas where it just doesn't shut down ever in pretty quick time. Safe ride. So, I mean, that idea is kind of interesting, but not that I would be in that situation, probably. Anyhow, um, yeah, so housekeeping, you covered that. We, on episode 19, we did future current event predictions. So you picked, you picked the winner of the Kentucky Derby. How did that shake out? Uh, I was not correct. I don't know what place the horse took, but did not win. Was he one of them that died? <laughs> no, I think he made it, but. Oh, okay. Do well, we even know who won? Marge or Madge? Mage? Something with an M. Pam, Pan? Mage. <laughs> Trainer Gustavo Delgado, Jackie J. Castigliano. Um, did any of your family members pick Mage? No. No. That was not one of our not one of our ponies. 15 to 1 long shot, so nice job, Mage. Were we talking about going to the Kentucky Derby as a kind of like a, thing, a bucket list trip, like something to do, bourbon trail? Yep, do the bourbon trail and go to go to Churchill Downs. That'd be fun. That'd be pretty neat. Um, my prediction was the Devils were going to get swept by the Canes, and I think it – Immediately following that episode, we recorded on Saturday. I think Sunday, the Devils put up like eight on the Canes and like kicked their ass, but then ended up mm -hmm. gentleman sweep. Like they lost one and four, I think. Um, yep. We'll have to revisit the predictions of the girls and us from prior to the playoffs starting and see how things are are looking. I know. Yep. It's what stars just. Locked it up last night in Game Seven. Great game. Um, they're playing the Golden Knights, I believe. And yeah, Florida Panthers versus Hurricanes. That kicked off tonight. Um, yeah, I was gonna put that on, but I put on golf stuff instead. I believe tonight is. Nope. Thursday, May 18th is game one for Panthers Hurricanes. Friday is Stars Golden Knights. 
So okay. those will be good series. Uh, unlikely people in the the last two games of the season prior to the Stanley Cup. Uh, I'm pulling for Hurricanes against the Stars. How about you? Same. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're both pulling for the same guys, one on each team. So. Yep, Brent Burns and Joe Pa, your airport buddy. Yep. All right, uh, I think that gets us through. I forget what Dave said something. Dave about said that Mason Crosby, yeah, was not going to be a Packer, right? Yes. And yeah. I saw literally two, three hours ago, Basaccia had a press conference today, and he was he said that they're in talks with Crosby. So really? oh, but then his Crosby's wife like tweeted out yeah. to Simone Miles that. The run was on its side. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. So I guess that's not a thing, or it is, or who knows. Anyway, Dave is most likely right. I don't think Crosby's coming back. It's just a matter of time, but who knows? Yeah, at this point, I would guess he'll try to bring him back for training camp, and he'll have to like earn his way on since we just drafted a kicker. But if I were him, I'd be like, thanks, but no thanks. Yep. Um. All right. On this day, May 17th, there was a uh, metric shit ton of stuff, and I waded through what I thought was some interesting interesting shit. Uh, I'll get going with it here. 1536, Anne four lovers, which is was in quotations, executed shortly before her own beheading. And I have a link that kind of explains. So she was Queen of England because of uh, King Henry, the V and three lines, whatever that is. He beheaded like eight wives or something like that too. So guy was just loved a good old fashioned beheading. Um, It basically came out that she... Do you know why? What's that? Do you know why he was... uh... Because he wanted a male heir and kept having girls. So then he'd, he'd kill his wife because divorce was against Church of England or whatever. Church of England yeah. was against it. Wow. Try again. So he, did he like show China the way to do that kind of stuff? Like killing like the firstborn? Or, I mean, I would assume he kind of like set the That tone. could be. Wow. Um, yeah, she was accused of like incest with like her cousin or brother or something and adultery. Par for the course for back then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, whoever the people she was cheating with off with the head and then hers came off shortly thereafter. So, hmm. you know, the whole Royal family stuff, just absolute shit show. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Prince Andrew. <laughs> Uh, 1620, the first merry-go-round is seen at a fair in Philippopolis, Turkey. Uh, what's the name? Are you that? What's the name from Family Vacation or Vegas Vacation? The kid's fake ID. Oh, shit. George something? Stephanopoulos? George Stephanopoulos, the... <laughs> the political commentator on ABC News or whatever the hell. Okay, yeah, that's not who I was trying to come up with. Um, let me let me look. 
Hold on. Vegas vacation. Fake ID name. Oh, damn it. As soon as you hear it. Nick Papa Giorgio. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So close, but not the same. Yeah, first merry-go-round. Uh, I put that in there because you see kids just getting absolutely worked on the merry-go-round. I don't know if you follow that page, Kids Getting Hurt, on Instagram. Yep, love it. Hilarious. Uh, do you have any good or bad merry-go-round stories? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry, Trevin, but I do believe there was one time where uh, <laughs> we were at the park and I was just whipping that fucking thing around. It might have been me and my brother. <laughs> I think we got him to fly off of it. But not That's... like not like the assholes that hook up the dirt bike and just give her the beans. Oh my god. That is deadly. But yeah, doing the this, you know, the standard, like get it going as fast as you can where you can't even touch the thing anymore. It's spinning so fast. Yeah. It's just I mean, the little kids want it to happen. Like yeah. they're like, yeah, spin us. And then you get you know, like, all right, I'm gonna go as fast as I can and then you know, some mayhem ensues a little bit, but yeah, I don't really have one either, but I, I figured that you may have. So nice job, Trayvon. Um, 1775, American Revolutionary War. Continental Congress bans trade with Canada. Um, I think we've lifted that since then. I'm not yeah. a historian, but I think that's no longer the case. Do you is that something that when you hear that you remember shit from school learning about that or you've since read and looked into it or is that like yeah? Uh, I I guess I don't the trade ban with Canada I don't remember ever hearing but it makes sense considering it was whatever the British with their beaver trade bullshit up there so yeah. That I, I mean, I should just take time to go back and learn that stuff, but I have zero recollection of any of that, like, history we learned in, I don't know, middle school through 12th grade, probably. Yeah, so, I, I remember what I needed to. <laughs> uh, 1792, 24 merchants formed the New York Stock Exchange on Wall Street. Crooks. Yeah. No tickers back then. I'm gonna give you. Yeah, we got a ticker. Uh, subscribe, like, subscribe, YouTube. Uh, use the hashtag Good and You. Uh, don't get butt hurt because we're just trying to have a good time. And I don't know if you laugh, great. If you're crying about it, fuck off. Follow us on Instagram. Go to our website. Buy some stuff if you want, or buy some stuff from the people that give us discount codes. Speaking of the New York Stock Exchange, I'm gonna give you a scenario of a movie. And you're going to tell me what movie. Okay. Tim Allen, Martin Short, on the floor at the New York Stock Exchange. Is this one of the fucking Santa Claus movies? Nope. I don't have to beep that out, do I? No, the girls watch Santa Claus movies. Um... Well, it might be a spoiler alert for people who haven't seen the movie. <laughs> Short. Tim Allen. I'll give you one more hint. It is a character's name from the movie. He's a child. His name is Mimi Siku. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, I got no idea. That's not right. You, you haven't seen Jungle to Jungle? 
That doesn't ring a bell. Oh my god. I got home Sunday. Oh, from- wait, is that where Tim Allen, like his long lost kid or whatever? Yep. Is basically like a Tarzan kid? Yeah, yeah. No, I guess I just don't remember Martin Short in that movie. So hilarious movie. I get home Sunday from Mother's Day celebration. Uh, Lindsay's family is still over, and that movie was on TV. I caught the last 20, 30 minutes of it with them. Great movie. If you haven't watched it or your kids haven't watched it, definitely recommend that. Hilarious. Tim Allen, and I think that's Martin Short, right? Or am I thinking of the wrong guy? Dude, I haven't seen that movie since, like, elementary school. Came out in 97. Yeah, Martin Short, yeah. He's like uh, Tim Allen's business partner or whatever the fuck, and he's got the family where, spoiler alert, turn it off now if you haven't seen it or you don't you know, want to get too much information. His daughter is super hot for Mimi Siku. Yeah. Martin Short is just hilarious in that, and Tim Allen, of course, is wonderful. So, yeah, See, way up in the Santa Claus movie because isn't Martin Short in one of those, but he's like Jack Frost or whatever? Yep. Two or three. I, I think it's two. Maybe three. I don't know if there's three or four too many of those movies. So, yeah. Uh, 1884, Alaska becomes a U.S. territory. We, speaking of Alaska, we've had, we could get a uh, trifecta of guests. We had Bo, multiple, we had him twice. We've had Mitchell. We could get Grandpa Rick, who's got some incredible Alaska hunting stories, hunting and fishing, like fly in, like they had to lose some luggage or whatever to like make it over the trees on the way out, like some crazy stuff that he told me one year at deer camp. So stay tuned. We might get Grandpa Rick. Yeah, uh, Mason suggested it, and I thought it was a brilliant idea. Love it. 1897, the first successful submarine launched in USA. John Philip Holland was the engineer. Could you imagine? No. <laughs> Somebody comes to you, they're like, hey, uh, just going to run this by and see if you're interested. We got this big steel fucking weight that's going to sink to the bottom <laughs> of the ocean. You interested in getting it? <laughs> yeah. No idea if it's going to make it back up. You might have to pop the hatch and somehow swim safety, but yeah, not a fucking chance. Speaking of the hatch or whatever, have you seen the show Steel, uh, Seal Team? I think it is. It was on TV for a while, and then it's on like streaming stuff now. I, I don't believe so. The dude from... Uh, the dude from Bones, whoever the main character, the dude is from Bones. You know that guy? No. Okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> so it's about Navy. It's about Navy SEALs. There's this one episode where they do a mission. They're in a submarine. They're with, you know, whatever other branch of the military, the Navy. So wait, no. However, it works. They don't have like rank on the submarine, or they're doing like a mission. Navy with the Navy. Maybe. Anyways, the captain of the submarine is like not really like playing their game, or like he's kind of sick of their ships or in enemy waters. While they're coming back into the tank through like the whatever the or tank the submarine through the lock system, like whatever the 
the dry hatch thing is where they let the water out and depressurize and come back in. Mm-hmm. Well, the door gets stuck for one of their guys and the water starts to fill up. Like he's on the other side of this little hatch wall, like door and the rest of the team has made it in and he's stuck in there. And the whole episode is basically them trying to get him out and arguing with each other. But like my hands were like in my whole, I was just so anxious, so nervous the entire time thinking of being trapped in a little tube, you're not out in the water, you're not in the submarine, you're in this tiny little tube, you can hear your buddies on the other side, and the hatch is broke, and it's leaking water, and he almost dies in this little tiny thing. Great episode, I spoiled it all, he lived, but um, yeah, fuck submarines, not getting on one. No, no, no desire. No. Uh, 1944, General Eisenhower sets D-Day for June 5th. So if we happen to record on June 5th, spoiler alert, D-Day. I think June 5th is a Monday, so on a hunch. Uh, 1959, Sam Snead sets PGA record for 36 holes at 122. I don't know for sure, but I would say that's roughly 61 per 18. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, We'll probably do that a couple of times oh, yeah. this year at Florida National, but yes, back then, that was pretty good. I was just talking about Tim Hortons with my father-in-law on Sunday. 1964, first Tim Hortons coffee and donut shop opens in Hamilton, Ontario by, you guessed it, NHLer Tim Horton. Have you ever been or have you ever had Tim Hortons coffee? I don't believe so. Driven by them when I'm going to Canada fishing, but I, I don't think we ever stopped at one. Very good. Highly recommend it next time you're up there. Well, we just got to get Trudeau out of office, and then maybe maybe I'll make the voyage. No, we can go now. Yeah, yeah. but do we yeah. want to? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, 1970, Hank Aaron becomes the ninth player to get 3,000 hits. I didn't look it up. I meant to. Was that with the Milwaukee Braves? Um, yeah. I'm, maybe it was still the Milwaukee Braves at that point. And not Atlanta yet. I don't know. I can't remember when they sold. I know the Brewers were late, like 78, 79 maybe. Maybe 1980. Uh, just says this day in Braves history, and it's not alluding to the fact that it was Atlanta. Let's see. Yep, it was part of Atlanta, not Milwaukee. Wait. Nope. Yeah, it was either way. Congratulations. Good guy. Good job, Hank. Good job. 1985, Les, um, Les Anderson. Was, what was the guy's name from the Bigfoot episode? Proud. I was wondering if that's why he put this one in there. It's like, <laughs> uh, who the fuck is Les Anderson? 1985, Les Anderson, not to be confused with the Bigfoot dude or Survivor dude, catches record 97-pound, 4-ounce Chinook salmon off the Alaskan coast. Now, average... Size Chinook salmon. Let's see. 
Some people say salmon. Um, <laughs> yeah, people that are illiterate. So this is giving me a measurement. It says Chinook salmon are the largest of the Pacific salmon, hence the name King Salmon. They can grow as long as 4.9 feet and up to 100. Okay, so 129 pounds, some of them. Um, typical, three feet and 30 pounds. So three times the weight. That fucker is big. That's a big fish. Good for him. Probably an old Zebco. Yep. Uh, 1990, Kelsey Grammer gets 30 days in jail for DWI. Must have been before you know, they could buy their way out. You know Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, Frazier. And Cheers. Do you ever watch Cheers? Yeah, but he was the same character. Yes. So I wanted to... Frasier is the most successful spin-off series because Cheers was on, I don't know, eight or nine years at least. Frasier mm -hmm. was on like 11 or 13 or something. That show, it's kind of like The Office for us, at least in this household. It'll just be on whenever we don't know what to watch and making dinner or whatever. Some incredible comedy there. Two of the main characters, the father and uh, Niles, are gay in real life and like the jokes they make in the show about like you know there's an episode where they're pretending to be gay an episode where they're pretending to be jewish like a ton of hilarious shit highly recommend they, they would get canceled for now oh yeah big time some really good comedy frazier and cheers for that matter woody harrelson and cheers and he makes a few appearances in frazier jesus christ he is hilarious um, good segue into 1990. The World Health Organization takes homosexuality out of its list of mental illnesses. So, yeah. Now, they seem like a group that you should trust blindly, the yeah. World Health Organization. Yep. Take whatever jab they tell you to get. Yeah. Don't, Just, don't ask any questions. No. So now that we got that cleared up. <laughs> Very trustworthy people then 1993 alan jackson sold for a burger and a great snow cone when he released chattahoochee great tune it is a great tune we should play that up like on repeat at the lake that shall not be named <clears throat> yes whole time like um when we were listening, whatever we were listening to, but we had the two stereo speakers and we kept moving them around. It sounded really cool because yep. of the inebriation. Yeah, I like that idea. Chattahoochee, as long as Tony's not, Toby's not firing off, they are. Yeah. It's more yeah. of a relaxing song, you know, kind of enjoy yourself, not worry about being killed. Yeah. <laughs> National Day of, again, you're listening on, hopefully, May 17th, National Walnut Day. Great for your heart, brain, and bones. Uh, I personally don't just grab a handful of walnuts. If it's in something or on something, that's fine, but you like uh, walnuts? I do. Uh, my mom sometimes puts them on and in pumpkin bars. Um, and that's the way that Don and I like it. And then sometimes she puts chocolate chips in them, which is just absolutely bullshit because that's the way that she and my sister like it. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, 
I, I have not had a pumpkin bar with walnuts. I'd be willing to try. I think it would be good. Now, are the pumpkin bars still kind of like soft and gooey, or are they with the walnuts in it? Does it change the consistency or anything? Um, I like a nice moist pumpkin bar. Oh yeah, they're moist. Okay. They're moist. Okay. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's eating dry pumpkin. Nobody should be eating dry pumpkin bars. No, you're schizophrenic if you are. <laughs> That's not anything negative about schizophrenics. It's just you might want to get checked out. And I think even the Who still has that on their list of mental illnesses. Yes. So. Dry pumpkin bars get the fuck into the insane asylum right now. Uh, we've also got National Bike to School Day. Are you going to be biking to school tomorrow? Uh, I would. I currently live in a position where I would bike to school if need be. Um, you and I both grew up further away from our school. But I do yep. recall... Asking my parents very nicely, I wasn't a spoiled little fucking prick. Um, asked them very nicely to load up the bike, bring it to school, drop me off with it, and then after school, we would ride around town. So, load up your kid's bike and take it to school day if they're if it's not safe enough to, you know, ride. We used to ride bikes on the highway though, not to school yeah. on the weekends. So, yeah. The neighbor kid, he uh, rides his bike to and from school, and we're still a good ways from yeah. from the school. But nice. Good for him. Uh, National Idaho Day. Great state. Great, great potatoes. Um, good place. <laughs> That's all you got? <laughs> it's what? That's all you got? Great state. Great potatoes. Great state to vacation. You've went hunting there. We played golf there. Pretty uh, scenic. Uh, I would recommend a trip to Idaho if you need to yeah. or if you want to. Definitely yeah, do it. I'd consider moving out there if Jessica would Ooh. agree. And she won't, so. which which would you pick, northern or where would you go? Maybe central. Then I can just easy access to every every piece of the state. Yep. You'd probably want to be close to Washington, though. Yeah, maybe. Well, Montana. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Has, or, well, or are you thinking about some of the stuff that they've been the Yeah. Um, yeah not necessarily that, but just how you uh, really enjoy the state of Washington, so you'd want to be close to it. Oh, yeah. Plays an absolute shithole. <laughs> already seen enough of it. Um, then we get into National Linda Day. Linda means beautiful. I put this in here for Pop Cam, if he's listening, because we were just talking about how he's got a hot mom, and that in turn means you have a hot aunt. So happy National Linda Day to you and Pop Cam. Uh, thanks. My name's not Linda. I don't know how, if that applies to me. Oh, it does. Totally oh. does. Um, National Mushroom Hunting Day. We gave a brief look for some mushrooms while we were turkey hunting. And I know my dad, he served up some morels on Sunday for an appetizer before we had lunch. And he hasn't found very many, so he still thinks they're probably this week, especially with the warm-up and the sun, 
they should be popping this week. So if you are a morale mushroom hunter, get out there and find some fucking dead elms and pick some mushrooms. Send us a picture if you get a good haul, and then maybe yeah. send us some mushrooms too. Yeah, or like the coordinates of where you found them. That'd be okay yeah. too. What's your favorite mushroom besides a morale mushroom? Ooh, um, probably a portobello. <clears throat> How do you, you make that? I mean, I like them just like uh, sautéed in butter or whatever, like yep. sliced up on, on like steak and shit. That's like you a uh, – you could do that if you're a vegetarian. Like could you treat that as like the burger patty? Isn't that what they do sometimes? Yeah, I think they do if you're one of those weirdos that doesn't eat meat. Yeah, I know a few of them. <laughs> um, I like, yeah, Portobello, the, what are the, um, is there like some oyster one or something? Or Yeah, there's oyster mushrooms. Yeah. Um, what I are like pickled people? mushrooms. Oh, fuck yeah. I, love I think those are just usually like button mushrooms or whatever, right? Yeah. I prefer in my Bloody Mary, like keep the olives, give me the pickled mushrooms. Um, yeah, my, my dad's made Hen of the Woods. Uh, I think he's only got Hen of the Woods. What's the other one? Because there's like two. There's Hen and then there's Chicken. Chicken. And they're different, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, which who knows? I don't know which one he got, but he always called it Hen of the Woods, but that was always delicious. It's just a way to eat salt and butter. Yep. It's like, hey, here's something that's healthy or natural. Let's put a bunch of butter and salt and enjoy it. Does um, your yeah. dad pick leeks when he's out hunting mushrooms too, or does is his in spots where you don't really get leeks or ramps or whatever you want to call them? No, I not that I'm aware of unless he's hoarding them and not telling me. Um, he'll pick like asparagus and shit, but I think it's pretty much, yeah, morales or that's about it. Nice. Why? Do you know you have a lead on oh, that? Oh. Didn't know if he got into all of it. I'm sure he would if need be. Uh, why don't you take away birthdays? Uh, so... First celebrity birthday. Oh, look at that. Denver, of course, starts with somebody who's dead. R.A.P. Bob Saget. Oh, Bob Saget. You remember that? Great, Tretz guy. Great guy. Oh, yeah, the Tretz guy. That was like, were you high school? I think so. Um, favorite, favorite Bob Saget movie. Oh. oh, what the fuck? Was he in... Um, <laughs> I think he was in uh, Half-Baked, wasn't he? Made like a cameo. Oh, um, I can't I confirm think it is. I'm bringing up his IMDb right now. Marijuana is not a drug. Isn't that that movie? Have you ever sucked toes for crack? Is that what it is? Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, that's a fucking great one. Obviously, is it Dumb and Dumber? -er, the second one. There's shit everywhere. That's right. I forgot about that one. Good cameo. Yep. He was like kind of the king of cameo stuff. I think. I don't know that he was ever really like 
the lead guy. Yeah, other than Full House, uh, right? That was the... Yeah, Uncle Joey, you know. Um, he was a voice in Madagascar. He was a voice in a lot of stuff. He had a good voice for that. Otherwise, TV shorts or TV shows. Yeah, good guy. RIP Bob Saget. Uh, Matt Ryan, 37 years old. I was really hoping when I saw his name that he was going to be 31, 28 plus, plus three, 28-3 blown lead, but he's six years past that. Um, is he still part of the Colts? Is he no longer on a team? He just signed with CBS to be one of their analysts this year. I just saw that like yesterday, I think. CVS, like the drugstore? C-B, as in bacon. Oh, yes. B as in bacon, V as in vacant. Yeah. Got it. Happy birthday, Matt Ryan, 37. Uh, I have no idea who this is. Uh, Trent Reznor, Reznor, 57. Who the hell is what? that? Come on. You know. You know. I don't. Not offhand. I'm going to have to Google. No, hold on. I'm going to show you. He doesn't even look familiar. Oh, from Nine Inch Nails? I was trying to find a good fucking pick. Yes, from Nine Inch Nails. Here. (laughs) You don't. You don't recognize old Trent? <laughs> that looks like Snape from Harry Potter. One of the first things I learned from my wife is she had a freshman roommate in college that they called Trent Reznor because she looked just like him. So <laughs> when I see that name, that's all I think about is that the stories I've heard of that person. <laughs> Hopefully they're not listening. Well, hopefully they are. Hopefully they grew out of that phase. Yeah, yeah, you'd think. I just cracked uh, from our friend Tom Porter over there at Lake Louie. There you go. Dank Beast. Interesting. Big one. It's a 19. Is that an It is, yeah, Imperial. So nice knowing you. Um, Simon Fuller, 62. Dude, who the hell is that? So I didn't know, and I looked it up, and just based on, uh uh-oh. Just based on the quick, like, Google image and whatever the fuck uh, summary that came up, I was like, oh, it's the American Idol guy. And I was explaining to Lindsay, and she's like, that's not Yep, that's who that is. However, Simon Fuller, or maybe it's Simone, I don't know. Simon Fuller is the British uh, entrepreneur, TV producer, blah, 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 that is responsible for the pop idol in the UK and American Idol. So it's another Simon tied to American Idol. But the thing she told me that because I was going to lay into Simon Cowell and say stuff like his plastic surgery is fucking awful because it looks kind of like him. 
in one of the Google searches here, I'll bring it up. It like showed Simon Cowell instead of Simon Fuller. Hmm. It's very strange how like they both do the idol stuff. They look kind of whatever. So here's a picture of them next to each other. Oh, yeah, they could be brothers. Yeah, like Dollar General, like fucking plastic surgery. So I was going to, yeah, I was going to lay into them. So I'm glad I ran some stuff by Lindsay first. But Simon Fuller, 62, nice job. I forgot to ask you, did you actually look up these years? Because the celebrity birthday site that I use, it's always like their current age. So since we're recording a day early. So, okay, so these... These ages yeah. might be plus or minus a year. <laughs> Fuck no, I didn't look these up. I mean, I look up the person if I don't know one. I'm kind of interested, but I don't do the math or like try to like fact check. No, that's a good point though. Um, All right. So yeah. Well, well happy, take these ages with a grain of salt. Happy 63rd or 64th birthday to Jim Nance. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Tradition, unlike any other. Great guy. Great voice. Yep. Um, so this next one, I'm going to say it's an outtake from a popular movie when we were younger. Again, shout out my wife because I did not know this. I'm going to bounce those things like Sugar Ray Leonard. It's a Jim Carrey movie. Liar, liar. Yes. The wife... He's representing giant tits. Uh, I she as soon as is I said in the elevator with that chick. Yeah. Yep. What? Yep. Sugar Ray Leonard, sixty six, sixty seven, maybe sixty five. Who knows? <laughs> and then another another one. R.I.P. Bill Paxton. Favorite Bill Paxton movie. We talked about Twister last episode. Yep. But I'm going to say True Lies. True Lies. I don't think I've seen that one. Stop it. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Jamie Lee Curtis? Dude. Dude, I'm sorry. You guys, you give me shit for not knowing some... If I can't say Twister, I'm going to go with... uh, I'm pretty sure he was the one in Club Dread with the uh, guys from Super Troopers. We'll see. Let me just Google that quick. What about Titanic? Oh, he was in Titanic, but no. Yeah, I'm going to go with his character in Club Dread. Tombstone, was, another one. He was uh, he was Coconut Pete, and he was he would get pissed off that everybody would be like, oh, like Jimmy Buffett, and he's like, no, Jimmy Buffett ripped me off. So. <laughs> uh, he was he in a lot of murder. Aliens, Apollo 13, Twister, Titanic. Excuse me. True Lies. Thirteen. Was he one of the astronauts? He was uh, the voice of the spaceship. <laughs> I don't think the spaceship talked to that one. Fred Hayes or Hayes? Fred? I don't know. Huh. Looks like he's an astronaut in the picture. Yeah, he's an astronaut. I wonder if he's the one who got left back on Earth. Uh, yeah, he kind of looks like it. He looks like the kid that would ask you to spin him really fast on the merry-go-round. Because <laughs> I'm looking at, so there's him, Tom Hanks, 
uh, Lieutenant Dan and Kevin Bacon. Oh, maybe it's Lieutenant Dan that gets left at home. Well, he didn't have any legs, so that would make sense. <laughs> well, you don't have to walk in space. Kevin Bacon, this picture. Favorite Kevin Bacon movie? Oh, my God. Dude. I don't... Okay, we know it's Footloose. You can just say it. That was, that was the only movie that I could think of, but you're going to be pissed again. I don't think I've seen all of Footloose. Dude, isn't... I, I, hey, no, I'm not pissed. I don't think I've seen it either. Isn't this movie... Or no, Mystic River? Isn't that the one that the girls are happy that you like? No. What's That's Wind River. Wind River. Have you ever seen Hollow Man? That's what the guy who got ran over by his own snowplow. Oh, wait! Did I see what? Hollow Man? No, that's all. That looks way too. Dude, you have, you have to see that. That's a good one. Five point eight stars out of fifteen. Oh, Kevin Bacon was in Black Mass. That was a good one. Is that about uh, Whitey Bulger? Yep. Never heard of him. <laughs> oh, you just pulled that name out of your ass. I'm gonna I'm gonna say because I like the movie Hollow Man. That's mine. Oh, Tremors. Fuck. Ooh. That's Wait. a long time since I've seen that. This says TV movie Tremors. So was he in the original? Uh, I don't know. Oh, he was in a few good men. That's a good one too. Hey, who hasn't been in a few good men? <laughs> huh? Huh? Those guys in the who, that's who. Good call well, back. pre-1990. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, that gets us through birthdays. Um, 46 minutes in. I don't want to stop for the commercial, so let's just spitball a commercial here. What's your favorite charity? What's a good charity that we could do? A, um, do we want to do current events quick? Oh, yeah, do that. Um, so Wallersheim Winery, this one close to home, um, they have lost almost their entire red grape crop due to wildly fluctuating temperatures. Oof. So that's going to hurt their bottom line this year. Yeah. Um, so wines that will be affected are Domaine du Sac, Domaine Reserve, and Ruby Nouveau. I don't know. I don't speak French. N O U V E A U. So if you, those are your favorite wines. I'm sorry, guys. Um, yeah, so you heard it here first. Get out, um, excuse me. Get out there and buy uh, as much of it as you can before the prices go up. Yeah, because um, that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Uh, next up for national news. Park rangers find dead woman in a car at Yellowstone National Park. Man arrested. Um, so the woman was dead inside a car on Craig Pass, which is about three miles south of Old Faithful. The car had been driven into a snowbank, and when the rangers responding to an incident at the scene... Who wrote this? AI? They saw a man standing outside the car 
The National Park Service said in a news release, the man was later arrested for drug possession and traffic-related charges. Oh, that's not that's anticlimactic. Well, maybe he like they had it pinned on him, like he killed her. I'm not seeing that in this article. Yeah, that's sounds like a drug overdose. Yeah, that could be. Which I guess they didn't say what kind of drugs he had. He could still be at fault, you know. Um, weird. Weird place yeah. to overdose at Old Faithful. Yep. Three, well, three miles south. But. Oh, and then finally, I'm um, glad to see that Ukraine is uh, defending and keep up doing the upkeep on the weapons that we're providing them with the billions of dollars we're also sending them. So Patriot Missile Defense System in Ukraine likely damaged, U.S. sources say. Um, basically... Uh, one of the Patriot missile systems that we sent uh, suffered damage from a Russian strike, um, but it did not appear to have been totally destroyed. So I guess they've got that going for them. Which is nice. But I'm sure Joel cut them another check any day now. So Yeah. Um, I, I, might just, I, I might just sign over my paycheck to him. Paycheck to him. Yeah, might as well. I mean, that's the... That's the, th the right thing to do. Uh, Germany's sending over $3 billion, so, I mean, that's that's great. That, you know, they're right there in that same continent, and they can send over a whole $3 billion compared to the $100-plus billion we've sent at this point. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I that's a whole different subject, podcast, whatever. I don't even... I don't have time. We'll leave that to soccer and crystal. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's what else? Is that the current events? That's what I pulled up. So last week we did the Revice for Kids. In, yeah. Madison. In Madison. Um, is there more local to you, let's say, like a Columbia County charity for animals or dogs, pets. Doing a little search. This is our commercial break. This is where we work and figure stuff out a little bit. Yeah, usually we totally cut it. This is behind the scenes for you guys. Yeah, you should be paying extra for this. Children's Foundation of, nope, that's in New York, so, pardon me, um, Columbia County Healthcare Center, uh, United Way of Columbia County, oh, here we go. This sounds good. This is the name of an establishment. No free ads, but they're doing a charitable event. The name of the place is The Dump, D-U-M-P, Bar, The Dump Bar. And they have a poker run of some sort for Alzheimer and Carbone Cancer Center and some other stuff. So look up or figure out how to be part of 
the Dump Run 2023. It's uh, coming up end of August, so you got plenty of time to plan for it. Over 18 years, they've raised close to $500,000. Uh, it's $20 to get part to be part of the poker run. There's all sorts of food and music and live auctions and everything else. I believe the dump, if I'm correct, is in, not Rio, somewhere over there, uh, Cambria. So the dump, barn, grill, a.k.a. the dump run is the charity. I just, I mean, talking about dumps, we were talking about dumps right before we were recording. Um, just makes sense. So there you go. That is your commercial. Support, different kind of dump. Uh, support the dump run end of August. Mark your calendars. Look it up. No free ads. Looks like a nice place. I've not been. Um, yeah. All right. Never heard of it, to be honest. That gets us into recent slash current events, things we've talked about, things that are coming up. We already talked about the NHL playoffs a little bit. Um, so we don't necessarily need to go over that again. But if you are craving some sort of sports action, intensity, um, the usually the first game or two is pretty high energy. And then the last, you know, the series clinching or the game seven or whatever, highly recommend watch some hockey. The broadcasts have got a lot better over the years. Um, check it out if you're not familiar. If you are familiar, send us your picks, send us your takes, what you think is going to happen. But NHL playoffs are in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals, Stanley Cup coming up soon, some good storylines, so check that out. Um, the PGA Championship. So, Kyle, you are what, two, no, three for three, two for two on picking a winner? We did the match. Yeah. We did something else. Yeah, we did the players. The players That's and the Masters. Yeah. The players, the Masters, and maybe one random one in between. Um, so I'm going to bring up the field here quick. I posted on our social media today some of the, the pairings for um, Thursday, which there's some good ones. I'll read those to you, the ones that they highlighted, as in the PGA or the uh, PGA Championship page, whatever it was. So we had John Rahm and Cam Smith, Matt Fitzpatrick. So you got a live guy mixed in with, like, the best golfer in the world and some dipshit with races. Um, then we got Rory, Justin, as in JT, Colin Morikawa. That'll be a fun one. Hopefully, JT plays well. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, another you know top whatever he is five top three with Brooks Kepka from Live Golf and Gary Woodland. Um, that'll be a good one too. Jordan Speed should put Kepka with Cantley. Yeah, they should have. That would have been too spot on. Then we have Jordan Spieth, uh, Victor, Victor Hovland, and Shane Lowry. Jordan Spieth was rumored to – he was out last week in Texas with a wrist injury, severe pain, 
and he's already practicing and playing. So I think they just picked some, you know, bad words or they weren't completely truthful with how bad the pain was because usually they don't use that word severe pain and then they like withdraw. It's just like a quote unquote issue or something. Um, He's going to play and he's looking to complete the career grand slam. If he wins the PGA championship, excuse me, I don't see him doing it, but I wouldn't be surprised if one of the live guys plays really well. Tony Finau. Tony Finau. What picks you have? Do you need I I wrote down my picks before we recorded, uh, okay. so I had to take obviously one of the favorites. So Scotty, I think, just because I don't see Rom going back to back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Colin Morikawa, I have. Uh, up there, and then from one of my longer shots, I'm going to say Sam Burns. Mm. Mm. All right, I'm going to go just because, like I said, a live guy, and he's the first guy that came up on the post from the PGA Championship. I'm going to go Cam Smith. I'm going to go Tony Finau. And as I'm scrolling, I'm just going to take a wild card here. Ooh. Sep, S-E-P-P, Straka, or Straka, S-T-R-A-K-A, from Austria. Not Australia, like Cam Smith. Sepp Straka. So Sepp Straka, Tony Finau, Cam Smith. Um, they're playing in Rochester, New York. Uh, what have I heard about this recently? They they were awarded this. So Oak Hill was awarded this major back in like 2014 or 2015. Two, like two or three years after they were awarded the major, which used to be later in the summer, they decided that, hey, the PGA Championship is now going to be played in May. So today during the press conference, somebody you guys may have seen Justin Thomas talking about, like it was only three to four weeks ago they had snow up there. Um, So it's like western New York. They don't like to be called upstate New York in this part of the state, whatever. So – People are saying the foliage on the trees are it's going to be not like super full. You'll have better sight lines or it'll be kind of an interesting look on the broadcast. Uh, the rough looks pretty deep and luscious. Um, other than that, I don't have a lot about what I've seen or read so far. I am excited for it. It's nice to have a major back like the last week's. I was talking to my dad. He's been watching golf a little bit more just because it's entertaining. Um, when it's not, when you go from like the Masters or you go from shit that's like a lot of people playing in the field to the AT&T Byron Nelson that's just a, a rainy day in Texas and not that great and Jason Day and his vertigo win, um, it goes – This is for like a couple of years, right? Like five years or something. So good for him, but it sucked. He was in the clubhouse. Like he won – not doing anything, which is always like boring. Yeah. Like he, did it. he played well, but you know we didn't watch him win. 
other people didn't like play up to par, pun intended. Um, so that sucks when that happens. Like the guy's just sitting there waiting. Like, oh, am I going to win? Oh, he missed his putt. I won. Yeah, wasn't uh, it? Rom or Scheffler were like right up there pretty much all weekend, and then must have just shit the bed on Sunday. I didn't watch any golf. Yeah, but. yeah, and it wasn't good weather, so whatever. But to go from that into holy shit, it's another major, the second major of the year. Pretty exciting. So that'll be some good uh, quality programming um, Thursday through Sunday. Hopefully, Kyle, are you going to try to put money on this? You're going four for four if you do. So, Yeah, once the state of Wisconsin pulls their head out of their ass and I can just fucking do it on my phone, I'm not going to drive all the way to Green Bay. You could fly to Green Bay. <laughs> I could, but I'm not going to. Um. I hope, busy. I hope you pick another one and it's just like you are undefeated when you're not putting money on it. Yeah, that's how it'll work with my lock. Yeah. Then when I start betting, all my picks will be worth shit. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that'll be a good one. What else do we have here? Oh, recapping our first night at Lodi National. Kyle, I will let you take it away. I have to use the restroom, so kind of drone on about some stuff, and then I'll be right back. I'm also going to get some bourbon. Do you want me to get you something? Yeah, that'd be great. All right, I'm going to hurry. Um, so night one, Lota National, was a one-night uh, scramble, four-man scramble. Uh, so it was Denver and I and Gregory, who is a – former guest, multi-time guest. Um, and then Pop Can was with us. Um, and we golfed not very well. Um, I think we ended up through nine. We were one or two under. Uh, just anytime one of us had a garbage shot to lead off, the others followed suit. Um, and... It's just whatever. We could not really make a putt, and I think it was limited to putts as well. Um, or maybe you had to sing it. I don't know. Denver will remember better than I would on that. But uh, definitely not going to win. I don't think we were the worst uh, team out there either, unfortunately, because the worst team also uh, would win a prize. So uh, we don't have that going for us. One one of us, I think it was Pop Can, might have won a whole prize. He was close. He at least got his name on the board. Um, and I can't recall what hole that was, but yeah, we were we were running the par train for a while there. Um, do you remember? Was that was that one two putt a two putt max, or was that oh. the other scramble that we played? What a national! Oh. Um... Oh, the overall scramble? No, you didn't have to do ball and cup. It was two-putt max. Okay. Yeah, I was just filling them in that we didn't play very well. We were, what, one or two under? Uh, I, think, I think we ended one under with a bogey. Yeah. We could have been two under, if not more, but yeah. Yeah. Then we went out for a second nine, and that was 
Shit, did we scramble the second nine too? No, we did remember. against each other two v two. Yeah, so, so Denver and I versus the other two. Yeah, GI Jane versus and GI Jane and Pop Can versus us. Yep. And now I don't remember. Did we? Jesus, was I that intoxicated? Couldn't have been. Did Did we beat them or did they beat us? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, we won. There was there was no us losing Thursday. Oh, that's right. We wiped the floor with them. Yeah. And was then it, we was let basically over by like six or seven. Yeah. And then we let them take another few holes to try to make up for it, which did not go their that's way. Right. That's right. Um we I will I will say we all played better the second nine. So the yep. scramble. And this was a learning lesson when we were in the clubhouse talking to whoever, one of your buddies. And I was like, oh, did you guys, you did your scramble? Like, how'd you do? They're like, oh, no, we played our own ball the first one. We're going out now to do the scramble. And I'm like, oh, you fuckers. That is a good way to do that. Like, yeah. play around and warm up, not give a shit, or, you know, do your 2v2 and then partner up and try to go low. So, yeah. credit to him. We should also just be competitive between the carts while we're doing our our scramble as well. Figure out a way to do that. Yeah, you add you it's add with some random fucking game for that. Yeah, our dent your dentist could probably do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, cheers to some Eagle Rare and Grain Belt. Um, so yeah, well, our cart got to get that cart speed sensor in. Oh, yeah, we'll be flying, we'll be flying around there. Yeah, we were out for a romantic cruise for 18 holes, basically. <laughs> we, I mean, we had the low end torque, we started out just fine, and then zero top end, and we just kind of uh driving Miss Daisy sitting there cranking each other off while everybody just blows <laughs> right by us. Uh, we'll get that fixed. Um, beautiful first night. Conditions were nice. The flag prizes were a plenty. We, I on the first hole had short drive in the fairway, hot start. And Padley, I think I heard you say he was maybe going to win one. We don't know yet. It's going to be announced this week prior to Thursday. I'm sure Wednesday afternoon or something. So it's always nice to be able to win a couple drinks, like whether it's a fluke, like, oh, I hit a shitty drive, but I won two drinks, or, hey, that was a hell of a fucking approach shot or a great putt. To have, I think we have 14, on average, 14 flag prizes available every week. I mean, that's that's pretty nice. That's worth the money. And it's not a lot of money. We pay $25 to be part of the league. There's people yep. that are members that don't play in the league. Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited for the season. Can't wait for Thursday. Looks like nice weather. Um, and then we had – we can go in chronological order. So we did that Thursday, Friday, just skip over. Saturday morning, we I, – I mean, I personally woke up at – to like 240 quarter to three to get ready for turkey hunting 
and maybe a little feeling it from the night before still. You know, I had a few enjoying myself, whatever else, wake up, not a lot of sleep, four and a half hours after you let the dog out one time in there. I'm like, holy shit. <clears throat> get up there. We get in the truck, go to the spot down the road, public land, throw the uh, text you asking for a shotgun shell, say, misplaced or didn't want to go back into the bedroom, into the safe and get the stuff. Didn't have a shotgun shell. Turkey load. You give me yours, throw it in. What the fuck? And immediately turn into a makeshift piss poor gunsmith because it's a three and a half inch shell that my shotgun is not capable of utilizing. Um, so we go into the woods with one gun. What's that? You just don't have the length. Story of my fucking life. Um, so we go into the woods with one gun, which worked out would have worked out fine if this Tom would have had his brain between his ears. He was, I mean, batshit crazy, talking nonstop. I mean, you you give us the run. You give us the rundown. Yeah, I mean, well, first on the walk in, we heard Sasquatch. Like eight different Multiple times, times. following us around. It was more um, of a walk up, too. Yeah, it was a lot of elevation gain. Uh, then we hit the trail and we cut across. And I saw in the, it was still fucking dark. I thought it was maybe a rock up in front of me. And as we got closer, it was a giant fucking possum. That just stood there, didn't play dead, didn't hiss, nothing. Just stood there. We like stomped at it. I mean, we were what two steps away yeah. from it, and then finally it took off running the direction that we came from. Um, so we waited for it to get a little lighter, and then uh, I can't remember. Did he gobble at an owl hoot or? Yeah. Okay, so owl hooted, gobbled. We kind of got over as far as we could toward private land because that's where he was and then it was anything that I would throw at him he'd gobble at but he would just not move anywhere and we sat there for probably what hour and a half two hours yep, yep. and then he must have just walked off we kind of snuck up as close to private as we could in the field that we thought he was in looked and never saw him so we had a Golf scramble we had to get to in the afternoon, so figured we'd pack it up and hit the dusty trail and maybe get some rest before we had to go golf. I mean, we we did a little bit of scouting at other places that you would have had access to yep. if we wanted to try to you know hike it in there quick and set up shop, but um, nothing. It was warm, it was warm uh, cloudy, overcast. Um, yeah, what is it, fourth season? So. I don't. Yep. I'm new. I'm new to the game. We had what second season last year. Yep. So second season last year, doubled up like you know stuff that does not happen the way it did for us very often. And this year, I had an opportunity, um, not necessarily in sight, but an opportunity. And then yeah, it was just kind of one day. Hey, we'll. We'll try it again next time when Denver brings the right equipment and we can do what we need to do. 
So yeah, our attempt this time around was pretty half-hearted. We yeah. we didn't hunt hard at all. No. But. To be fair, we are one for one, or you know, have not been skunked when we both go into the woods with loaded shotguns. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing fine. When somebody comes prepared, we we usually get them. I. Like I told you, I looked at the boxes of shells the night before and maybe a little cross-eyed, but looked at the boxes of shells, shells. and I was like, okay, yeah, those are like trap shooting. There's some like marker on this one from my dad scribbled out. The stuff I need is still sitting on the workbench in the garage. Next morning, look at those. I'm like, Nope. I should have just brought him and not even told you and killed a fucking turkey with a trap load or a pheasant load. It would have been fine. Well, where we were set up anyway, yeah. as cool as that thing would have been, you could have fucking thrown a rock and killed it if it would have come in. Yep. That's just me being half asleep and like, ah, well, not going to take the wrong stuff and wound one. Anyway. Yeah. Like like That's you said. You the night before. Yeah. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Um, so, yeah, fast forward a couple hours after we're done and home, and uh, Kyle took a nice long nap, and I was just, you know, doing yard work all day um, or vice versa. And we have the craft beer scramble at the Oaks. This used to be something that the Madison Craft Beer Week event by the Isthmus or whoever the fuck it was put on. And they would have their golf outing at the Oaks in Cottage Grove. That stopped a couple of years ago. The Oaks picked it back up saying, hey, we have all these you know, craft breweries that we sell their shit regardless all year, all year long. Let's get their vendor reps and whoever else out here and put on the scramble again. We, Kyle, his better half, myself, my better half, we signed up for the scramble and we ended up two over, I believe, on 18. Uh, had a birdie, maybe two, I think one official and a couple, two or three opportunities at a birdie. Um, yeah, a bogey or two, just you know, where we all shit the bed. It was very windy. Um, I don't know if that's and none of the pot. None of us could putt. None of us could putt. Short. And it's like three of us would leave it short and one would blow it by, which is unfortunate. But um, we would then have some tee shots that were good and then just kind of be scrambling, figuring out like, okay, we got to hit from here, do from here. Nothing perfect. The girls helped us plenty of times. So we – just. Uh, could have put her name on a whole prize. Yes, she could have. Right away, the first hole. Yep. Closest two and two, but she was too bashful. So we, I have some stats. We kept track because it was, I thought it'd be interesting with. You know, I've, I've maybe played golf and taken it a little bit more serious a couple years ahead of Kyle. By a couple, probably three or four. Am I good? No. 
And we have us two beer league golfers. And then we have our wives who Lindsay's played a decent amount. Jessica's brand new. And I was like, it, yeah. Last year, two years ago, was Jessica's first year ever playing. Yeah, dude. If you, I mean, high school, like you know, the first years, whatever I played, awful. So she's doing far better than that. Um, so I was like, oh, it'd be kind of interesting in a scramble format. You know, the girls teeing off from the forward tees, us teeing off from the blue tees and the scramble. It'd be kind of interesting to see like what percentage of shots we use, whether it's the drive the um, approach shot, the first putt, second putt, whatever. And the way it kind of broke down based on the record keeping that myself and Lindsay did, I can go through all, I'm not going to go through all of it because it's a little like people are not going to be interested, but it pretty much breaks down to 40% of shots, regardless of what shot it was, and it gets a little hairy with like the tap in because it's a two putt max. So it's basically like the second putt doesn't really fucking mean anything. Yeah. If your if your first putt was closest, then you get credit for two. Yeah. It came down to I had 40%. And then you and Lindsay were like right at the same of like just under like 20. Like you, I don't know exactly, like based on, I have to go through it here. And then Jessica was the remainder. So like we said, windy greens were rolling kind of slow. It felt like we left a lot of stuff short and maybe overserved ourselves a tiny bit, I would say. Oh, they should have maybe had people working the two kegs that they had just free-for-all, and then there was that other one where it was cans, nobody sitting there. I text Kyle the, was it Sunday, and I was like, or whatever, Monday or Sunday, and I was like, I don't, I remember stuff after we were done golfing. I don't recall the last hole, like what happened, who's drive, who's second, whatever, I just don't recall. And, yeah, there was two kegs unattended, and this gets back to, like, the way they operated the scramble years ago i was like they don't have they have maybe nine or ten holes not even out here where people are working same thing this year not a not a ton of representation from the craft beer community some of which was one stand had a fucking seltzer i'd never heard of and pbr so Mm -hmm. um it could have been a little bit better, like in terms of interaction with your customers or whatever. Um, but yeah, two kegs unattended, go as you please, drink as you as much as you want. The one guy that we took the cans from was in the bathroom or in the clubhouse, and we just assumed that they had left their command post. So we grabbed, we replenished our six pack. Thank you to who the fuck was that? Was it third space? Yep. Thank you to Third Space, um, unofficial sponsor, Craft Beer Scramble. Uh, Anyways, the moral of this story is the person who might be obsessed or think um, it's a good idea to play in a scramble and, you know, whatever, is not really producing that much more 
than the people that are, you know, like less, uh, what do you call it, experienced, have playing, been playing seriously for the last. So go to the scramble, play golf, like figure it out. And I think like if we were to keep track of like the shots we took when it was you and me against Padley and Greg, or excuse me, Popcan and Greg, we uh, we probably would have been pretty close 50-50, I think. Yeah, well, that's going back almost a week now. I can't remember that far back. <laughs> would you do that scramble again at the Oaks? I liked the one that we did last year more, the one in Barneville. Oh, mean, yeah. You don't have, like, all the vendors out on the the course or whatever i just like that course a lot more um yeah deer valley yeah yeah i i had more and i feel the oaks they were just trying to squeeze as many people on as they possibly could so it was like we were getting held up and people were on our ass and yeah where you didn't have that last year yeah, always helps score too. That is very true. We had, I think they started with two groups per hole, so you had mm-hmm. fucking thirty six teams out there. Um, so that was part of it. We'd have to wait quite often, and then it always happens when you wait, you wait, you wait. You can finally go, and the first person hits, and then the the group behind you pulls up. And there's still three people to hit. And, you know, whether it doesn't matter who it is, you have a bad shot. You know, like there's somebody watching you now. You're supposed to have a good shot. You wait it. You know, it's just kind of a mind fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, for the price, it was $100 a person. Um, there was a lunch beforehand. So figure that's $15, whatever, 10, 15 bucks. There was a little nacho bar afterward. I thought there was supposed to be drink tickets, and there wasn't, which would have been nice. I mean, we got free beer, plenty of free stuff on the course. But we, yeah. also, you know, we also bought from the, the cart girl time or two. And she probably didn't have a good day because there's a lot of free shit. Right, especially when they're leaving kegs unattended. Yeah. So, yeah, $100 a person with that many people. Um, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily do it again either. I would agree. The Hop House, yeah. shout out Phil and Sarah, the Hop House outing at Deer Valley. Great time. Yep. Unfortunately, this more year. Late back, more relaxed, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It did know that the group behind us, too, was like a bunch of like frat bros who were just the first, fucking annoying. First fucking thing he says when he comes up to us, we're two holes in. <laughs> Yeah, that first hole. Oh my god. Did you see our drives? Did you guys watch our drives? And I'm like, you think we fucking sat there and watched your shots? We we don't give a fuck what you're doing. Yeah, we all great drives and then you know couldn't couldn't hit the green, couldn't putt, and they were the same score as what we were after two holes. And it's like that was right away I'm like, oh we're fucking in for one having to listen to these cocksuckers. Yeah. Could have been worse, but yeah, they were not ideal. And they were, it took them a little bit to realize, like, hey, slow down. There's nowhere to go. 
Yeah. Uh, that gets us through recent slash current events. Hour and 23 in. Um, I was going to check in on the... Oh, that's right. Hockey is not happening. I thought it was. Yep, no hockey tonight. What else you got? Is that it? Yeah, is that it? I think that's it. That's all we had on the uh, the outline. Yeah. Kept this one nice and short. Yeah. Yeah. The um, audio, yeah. audio on the last last. Well, no, the trailer park ball of episode eighteen. That was fine. Episode 19 was a little bit uh, tinny, a little bit echoey. Hopefully this one sounds better. You have some good like content to watch on YouTube if you should. Uh, please subscribe, like, all that bullshit. Even if you don't want to like stay tuned and watch the shit, just go do it for fun. Give us leave it on the background or something. Yeah, do something. Watch it for a little bit. I would love to get to a point where we film like a round of golf or we film a day fishing or doing some shit like that and produce that kind of content that is on the, we're on the cusp of that. Um, but yeah, this is our start into producing some social media content, some YouTube shit gives you a different way to, you know, my parents, I don't know. Did your parents watch either of the two that were video Kyle? I think my dad watched at least part of the uh, trailer park golf one. Um, yeah. I th- he, I think he listened to the the Bigfoot one at uh, at work. He was sitting sitting in the trailer. So I know that people sometimes get bored with. Like I had a coworker tell me, Bo. Um, that he was bored with the trailer park golf episode. And I was like, that's all right, man. There's watching it or the discussion. Uh, just, yeah. Listening to it, the discussion. And I, uh, I mean, to each their own, but sometimes that's, you know, interesting to people hearing how business is doing their stuff. But if it's not like their, their hobby or whatever, it's, yeah, I'm like, dude, you don't have to listen to every goddamn second. Like, hit fast forward. They have the 30-second, like, forward skip thing. Like, press that mm-hmm. four times. Or look at the chapters. Or fuck off. I don't know. I'm just kidding. But, so yeah, feel free to jump around. Listen to little or as much as you like. But hit like, hit subscribe. Maybe share something. Talk shit if you want to. I don't care. Like, take a screenshot of me drinking some whatever. Like, just no such thing as bad pub- publicity. So, anything helps. Um, we are how much? One. Oh, I don't know. I think I think Bud Light. Uh, yeah. Bars, but <laughs> they might they might uh, be proving that to be a little bit different than the age old saying of you know no such thing, but. Oh, run us through the Miller Lite commercial. Oh, yeah. So I don't even know if they're going to put that on, like, TV. But I saw it on Twitter. I was scrolling through Twitter the other day, and everybody, like, it was on a ton of people's were tweeting about it. 
Um, they put, I don't know. Have they put it out yet? Like, is it? I've seen reactions. That's it. It's got to be on on YouTube. I don't know how else people would have found it, but I get the message. It was supposed to be about like women in brewing, um, which is fine. But they used a celebrity who is not a brewer um, to be the main character in it. Um, basically, they went online and tried to buy all the like 80s and 90s uh, bikini photo beer ad type things. And they were yeah. turning it into compost to okay. help grow hops and the barley and wheat and all that shit. Interesting strategy. Um, yeah. And it will, their campaign is like turning bad shit into good shit. And they lost me right there already because anybody who drinks Miller Lite uh, has terrible taste. Sorry, Denver. Whoa. Um, it tastes like it, it tastes like shit. They got that part right, but it ain't good shit. Um, so, yeah. So it's like Bud Light handed you a complete gift and then you go and do that. Like it would have been fine if they would have done it with an actual female brewer. And, but they used like a Hillary Clinton supporting celebrity who's already probably worth millions, even though I don't know what the hell her name is. Um, it was just, what the hell are you guys doing? Yeah. Let's here. We're going to watch. Maybe this will get us canceled or copyrighted. We're gonna watch Joe Rogan. Oh, Joe Rogan talks about. It. I haven't listened to that one yet. This one just came out today. Here we go. Fuck you, sticker mule. But also, say that's not it. Sure. The Joe Rogan experience. Yeah, as opposed to something like NBC or CBS or ABC, which is like probably standard operational procedure, to right? Like, to like have people pay to put Coca-Cola on. Right, because they need to make money out of They can't because now they're in competition with Amazon and with Netflix. They're going to come to you with Bud Light. There you, go. you guys can fix Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a new one today. Did you see the Miller Light one today? Yeah, like, does no, no one learn? No. Does no one learn? I mean, and they were taking all those ads that we love from the 80s and they were yeah. in shredders. Yeah. That was their campaign today. I saw this morning. So stupid. I mean, I, I don't know. But once again, like, there's something wrong. Also, it's making there's something wrong with women wearing bikinis. Mm -hmm. Those women wear bikinis because they look great. They like to look great. They take photos of them looking great. The girls see those photos of them in bikinis. They get excited. Look, I look great. People buy it. Wow, she looks great. It's not bad to look great. It's just yeah. like it's not bad for a guy to have a shirt off. Got, yeah. Chris Pratt has a shirt off. He's looking ripped. It's not objectifying. I mean, I guess it is, but it's not negative. It's not <laughs> it's negative. It's selling movie tickets right there. That, that ad is so weird. Isn't it strange? You want to watch it? Let's watch it. Let's watch it. Oh, boy. Like, oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> I couldn't believe it this morning. They, they don't learn. It's, no one learns. Well, it's just in general, I think. It's kind of those, those taking lessons from the past and applying them going forward as wisdom. How about lessons from a week ago? I know. <laughs> not even the past. It's like a couple days ago. The only thing that uh, saves it is like, Maybe they spent a lot of money on it and they filmed it six months ago. But is yeah, that possible? Still, yeah, there's an article from <laughs> two months but ago. But still, you can put a pause on that. Oh, it came out two months ago? At least two months ago. Okay, so it came out before the bullshit, right? Was that about the same time as the bullshit? Oh. 
this says it was in honor of Women's History Month. So, so, so I'm like, I was, I saw today, I was like, maybe there's a reason they made this, and we just aren't seeing it. But it's that. also crazy. They want to so shred all the good looking pictures from the 80s, and they're buying it back. That was part of the thing. They're buying back all those old ads that people have, I guess, in their oh, garage wall. That's what it said in the, this thing I saw this morning. Oh, God. And they're going to turn it into molded it. Yeah, that's okay. it. To brew beer yeah. ever. From Mesopotamia yeah. to the Middle East, women, women brew beer. They said they were the women first. Were the ones doing the brewing. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in the cheese. With awesome pictures like that, is how it looks hot. Yeah. I mean, look at that. Those are great ads. Those are great ads. <laughs> <laughs> so today, Miller Lite's on a mission to beer. Really lights on a mission to make sure no one buys their stuff. Oh my goodness. They're scouring the internet. Yeah. Because that's easy to do once you get an image up there on the internet. So what is she saying? The compost to work. Beautiful fertilizer. That good helps farmers grow quality hops. Yeah. Which is then donated to women brewers to make their own really good shit. But there's definitely mm. more shit out there. In your attic, in the garage, in your parents' basement. Send any shit you got into Miller Lite, and they'll turn that into a big shit, too. Oh. Okay. So here's to women. Because without us, there would be no beer. Well, oh, God. I, I hate identity politics with a passion. I really do. It's so stupid. It's that human beings make beer, okay? And some human beings look good in bikinis. It's like, what are we doing? It's crazy. Women do it. Women do it. Women do it. Like, what, I'd like to see a pie chart of how many women are actually <laughs> making beer or drinking beer. Well, now I'm going to hold on to all those posters from Miller Lite that I have from the 80s in my garage. I'm going to turn that stuff in. It's going to be worth a lot more now. Do you have some? No. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> oh, this is Miller Lite ads and shit. Yeah. No, that was crazy. I didn't mean, see that this morning. Do you, can you, does paper turn into compost? Is that how it works? I mean, isn't it a bunch of chemicals and shit? Why did they lie to us? Why would something like that just get resurfaced on like a Monday and not everyone's talking about it? Because people are angry. They're looking to be angry. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, it's been out for two months. We didn't see it before no. that. I think the Bud Light thing was probably so overwhelming that no one paid attention to anything else. Yeah. And now that that's kind of died down. Yeah. Uh, it's all sure. sort of stupid. Well, Outsmarting a nasty Nessie with the loose blades dry on the fly pads. Step one, locate the legend. Good rundown. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the... Do you know that person? Who is that person? Who he had on? No. The, oh, in the, commercial? the girl in the commercial and who he had on. The girl in the commercial, I know I've seen her before. No idea from what. I she might be like a, literally just like a commercial actress. Um, the guy he had on was Jack Carr. He's an author now, former Navy, Navy SEAL. Uh, so he wrote... Um, Oh, what the hell? The Terminal List. Where oh. so Amazon Prime has turned it into with Chris Pratt, where he's the main character or whatever, which yeah. also is a good fucking show. So with his shirt off. But yeah. But identity yeah. politics, man. 
good marketing, I guess. Hilarious to see those two guys discuss it. And a decent decent point, like there's nothing wrong with I mean attraction, whether it's sexual or you know, I like this thing or I like that, whatever. Like that's just human nature. So mm-hmm. if scientifically or symmetrically, like however people look at other people, personality, whatever, if you're attracted to something, there's nothing wrong with the fact that you, like that is now getting a gray area that people that touch kids, that's wrong. Um, consenting adults, there's nothing wrong with being attracted to something. And right. I'm assuming that these these beer manufacturers, even back in the 80s, weren't just going taking random pictures without permission. No. Like, I'm sure these models were being paid, so whatever. They knew what they signed up for, and they were okay with it. Yep. If they weren't, we can hear their story, and we'll figure it out from there. But it's just a weird, like, a weird approach. It's like, dude, it was... 40 fucking years ago. You know how many things were different 40 years ago? Five. 40 before we know it. Yeah. Um, No free ads for Miller Lite, but... Man, don't drink it. You're better than that. (laughs) I'm talking with listeners. (laughs) Maybe you're not, but... No, I'm definitely not. I'm beneath a lot of things. Um, yeah. That gets us to roughly an hour and 38 minutes. Um, yep. If you guys have any feedback, any requests on, hey, talk to this person. Hey, interview this person. Hey, I want to know more about this. Or, hey, you should do more trivia. Hey, you should do this. Social media. Put it in the space where it's public so other people see it. And the algorithm and all that bullshit works in our favor. Um, mm-hmm. Instagram is the main the main avenue. YouTube now as well. Like and subscribe. Yep. Comment. Share. All that stuff. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. How about you? Yeah. Um, like Denver said, put it out there where other people can see it because then if they, if we get a bunch of comments of, uh, the same idea or whatever that they want us to talk about, um, we can pursue that Avenue, whether we got to try to find someone who knows what the hell they're talking about or Denver and I just BS our way through it. Um, that would be very helpful. Um, yeah, just trying to make content that you guys want to listen to. Oh, and speaking of which, making content, today you're listening on Wednesday, the 17th. Um, Thursday, Men's League, we'll have, you know, some stuff on the story, uh, Instagram story for the podcast. Um, maybe we'll get a live reaction or a, um, video of feedback of like something with whether it's you or I or the other two we play with. Otherwise, Saturday, there is a golf outing I'm part of 
the uh, wrestling, local high school wrestling club team, whatever. I'm not a wrestler, but I'm supporting the cause because I know a handful of people that are. And there's going to be some good content out of that. Whether or not I get people in our foursome to sign off on the fact that I'm going to record them, we'll see. Uh, better to ask forgiveness than permission. So stay tuned for Saturday. The social media stuff, I'm going to try to get a handful of things. Uh, no free ads. Lodi Golf Club, a.k.a. Lodi National. That's the real name of it. We'll be there. And then Katie's, no free ads, right after the outing. So, um, yeah, Thursday, Saturday. And then next week we'll have another episode. Pretty good, Neil. Pretty good, Neil. Pretty good, Neil.